2: Hello and welcome to the Caged In podcast, a weekly podcast in which I, Petra Pat am going to watch every frame of every Nicolas Cage film that's ever been released, starting with today's podcast of Valley Girl, a 1983 film in which I know nothing about. I'm not the biggest Nicolas Cage fan, I know a lot of people out there are, there's subreddit groups dedicated to it, there's other podcasts dedicated to the guy. I just thought fuck it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna pick an actor happens to be an actor who's got fucking shit ton of films 71 and counting is what we've got so far so yeah it's gonna be um it's gonna be a grueling thing so as I said I set myself some rules no distractions no phones no laptops out no nothing literally watch the film taking notes afterwards gonna fucking talk about it i don't know whether this whole thing is gonna make me get dumber smarter whether i'll learn laugh or cry grow with cage or deteriorate with cage i don't know what's gonna happen hopefully you guys come along for the ride so um yeah, I'm going to uh, kick back, phone off, feet up, get raging with a Cajun. Oh yeah. Here's
0: the story of my
2: where do we start like so i've watched valley girl now and fucking hell fucking hell i can only hope that things get better like jesus christ right a brief a fucking, let's have a rundown of what happens in this motherfucker then so opens with the worst helicopter shots I've ever seen like might as well have been filmed on a tourist camera bombing around LA see the Hollywood sign barely barely see the Hollywood sign it's a joke and then we get introduced to Julie and her collection of friends (laughs) pretty much two dimensional characters nothing going on like I think the film's trying to get across the fact that they're vapid they're like proto mean girls without the wit and the sass just dickheads everyone's like totally this oh one of the best ones is like Someone's referred to as tripendicular. What the fuck is that? Tripendicular, And it's all vowel dudes And yeah, totally bitching Everyone's totally bitching Pfft. Within the first five minutes Julie dumps Tommy Nondescript boyfriend Just out of nowhere Out of nowhere Sees a guy in the mall thinks he's cute Tommy see you later pal next scene we're at the beach who do we see at the beach raging cage oh yeah (sighs) where do we start with cage fuck so all I can say is he's got some weird v-shaped 70s bush looking chest hair Hair like some uh, flock of seagulls, 2006 MySpace, like, big at the back, fringe down the front, like, get out there, Google, I don't know, Google fucking MySpace, bang, there's your imagery, Cage. Yeah, so, Cage's creepy mate finds out that the girl's going to a party that night. Comes in on the DL. Bang, we're going to this party. Flash forward at the party. Julie and the mates kicking about. Tommy's there. Julie ain't happy. Tommy's leering about. Takes one of Julie's friends. Some weird Tina Turner looking girl. Literally, for the life of me, five minutes ago finished this film. Don't know her name. Literally have no idea what her name is. He takes her upstairs, titting her up, literally forcing himself upon her. It's fucking disgusting, guys. (sighs) Yeah, he's saying, oh, yeah, I've always liked you. Don't worry about Julie. She binned me off. He's moving in. Interspersed with stuff that's going on at the party. Oh, And we're introduced to Susie, the girl whose party it is, who you don't find out her name for God knows how long in the film. You're introduced to her and her stepmom, who I can't tell in this film how old the parents are because the actors playing the kids and the actors playing the parents look like Max has about five, maybe ten years difference between them it's nonsensical bullshit, to be honest, like, yeah, Julie's mum looks no, nowhere near old enough to be her mum, her dad's some weird greased down hair ex-hippie who owns a health food shop, Pfft, enough of that, as I said, we're introduced to Susie's stepmum, Fucking that one's Julie Susie uh, introduced to Ju- uh, Susie's stepmom. She just wants to fuck high school kids, which I don't think is okay. I'm pretty sure even in 1983, the uh, age of consent in America was 18. She's definitely supposed to be older than 18. Skip is his name. Definitely younger than 18. But this turns out to be a weird old MacGuffin in the film that we'll get to a little later. So the party's kicking, Electric Avenue's blaring, and then who turns up? You got it, Raging Cage. Him and his pal Freddy turn up, looking like likes some new wave dickheads like they've got red shirts on black waistcoats Freddie's got like brown hair with like a red quiff look look a fucking state the pair of them they turn up definitely not invited people aren't feeling the vibe raging cage is literally standing about skulking out the place checking out what it has to offer whilst freddie's chancing his arm with every girl that's there coming with some of the weirdest chat up lines i've ever heard as i said susie stepmum, real mum, dead so q freddie comes in with the chat up line how's your mother the reply she's dead freddy's a dick so yeah the party continues lock dies over the room raging cage and julie get chatting tommy meanwhile still upstairs titting up julie's mate comes down to see what's happening he don't like it that's it. Some sailor-looking motherfucker, one of Tommy's games. He gets Jazzy Jeff out the door. Remember the move from uh, Fresh Prince, old Uncle Phil with Jazzy Jeff? Literally, belt loop, collar of the shirt, out the door. But, yeah, this does not deter Raging Cage and his main man, Freddy. They drive away for Cage to turn around and go, fuck it, she wanted me, I wanted her. We're going back. So what do they do? They go back to the fucking party. And this is, this is where it gets strange. So instead of going to the front door going, she wanted me, I wanted her, what's wrong with that, guys? We're all adults, or are we? Because nothing's really established as to how old people are. If we like each other, let us be together. No. He climbs in through the bathroom window and camps out in the shower. (sighs) Take a moment to take... He camps out in the shower and for about five minutes of the film is is a point of view shot raging cage in the shower scoping out what's going on as people come in and out like one couple come in getting a bit fruity what's raging cage doing you got it he's having a good old gulp what a guy um yeah and eventually julie comes into the toilet and uh he uh Yeah, he turns round, he just comes out of nowhere and says, Don't be afraid. What the fuck is that? Honestly, what the fuck are you doing, Cage? Don't be afraid. But she goes for it, guys. They leave the party. Cage takes her to Hollywood. (laughs) Which brings me to one of my favourite bits of the film. Clearly stock footage or they've, like, got the camera and just put it outside of the car and just filmed whatever's going on in LA because I'm guessing they didn't have any, like... They didn't shut streets off, use loads of extras. I'm guessing they had, like, just the camera outside of the car and just got passers-by, like, going... Hey man, hey, what's going on? <laughs> and you have Cage reacting to it, which is fucking great. And uh here's the clip to prove it. Hey, hi- After this, you're taken into Raging Cage's favourite hangout, as he describes it, is home away from home. Takes uh, Freddie, he's obviously got Julie and her mate in tow at this club. Supposedly punks, not a single fucking punk in there. Cage ain't a punk, Freddie ain't a punk. I think the only punks you see is a guy who says, thought you are going to get a mohawk. No punks in the club. New wave as fuck. And then, midway for a chat, Cage fucking going full on. When am I going to see you again? To which she replies, well, I'm seeing you now. Isn't that enough? Of course it is, Cage. You're fucking crazy, mate. They party the night away. Some weird scene. And them smooching in the back of the car. Freddie chasing Julie's mate round the car, eventually kiss she that into it. Don't know about the sexual politics of this film. bit clouded, bit confusing. Remember when a heart little harken back, we'll get to it. The stepmom one and a fuck a kid, not on, so yeah, they end up staying out all night. Raging cage drops, Julie back to her parents in the morning. they're super liberal. They don't really mind. I minded when the first thing you see when Julie gets inside is her mum doing some weird yoga move, minge in the air, front face onto camera. Not really explained. Not like, "Hey, Ma, stop doing yoga." No, that's it. She rolls forward. Well, why you, Julie? I was out, met this fella, Randy. They're super liberal about it. No one really minds. And bang, she's going to work, working at her parents' store. They are own a health food store. Not really a health food store, more of a restaurant. But not really a split hairs of this film. That's the least of our worries, is the fact that they own a health food restaurant as opposed to a store. Um, who turns up out of the blue midway through Julie's shift? You got it. Raging Cage, he's there, he's looking creepy. He takes her away from work. They go out on a date that seems to go on for fucking.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more
2: this goes into some montage that has these weird pan-up shots from their feet upwards to their heads. It's like, one of them is them on the beach, both in, like, swimwear and Raging Cage looking all creepy. It looks real creepy in this film. I've got to say that to you guys. Like, I thought maybe Cage got creepier with age. No. He started off as a creep, maintained to be a creep. Let's see how creepy he gets throughout this series. Oh, fuck, I totally forgot. Before this scene, there was a scene of Skip has told you. Skip likes Susie, or does he? Susie's stepmom likes Skip. He turns up with some groceries for Susie's mum. Susie's mum pretty much tries to say to him, let's get it on. And then realises, ah, oh, Susie's going to come home from school soon. So they knock it on the head. Super fucking creepy. She's supposed to be a mum. He's definitely supposed to be in high school. Later on in the film, we see the uh, junior high prom. I'm not sure what age that is, but it's definitely not over the age of 18. I'm sure of that. Um. So, yeah, where were we? Ah, Date montage, as I've got here in my notes, PJ dance sequence, one of the weirdest, perviest things I've ever seen. It's got a miming sequence with all the Susie, uh, Julie and her pals miming a song in Susie's bedroom. ...dancing around, talking... ...oh, what you gonna do about it, boys? Like, you're hanging out with Randy all the time. And to make matters weirder... ...they all go into Susie's stepmom's room... ...trying on her lingerie. Like, what the fuck is that about? And they're all giving Julie a hard time. Like, why oh, you keep hanging out with Randy. Why don't you hang out with us more? And she's looking all lustfully and... Longingly thinking about Randy, that's Raging Cage by the way. Yeah, F- fucking idiot. Throughout this whole thing, I haven't said that Raging Cage's name in this film is Randy, Randy the punk. Um, so yeah, they have this weird, like I said, slumber party. Skip calls, he's there going, Oh, Susie, what you up to? And she's. She's there trying to get him over, you know. High school movies, that's what they try and do. The parents are out, come over. Let's have some consent in underage sex. Not you try and have sex with my overage mother. Next we come to, like, the crux of the film. Like, the real turning point is Julie discussing with Tina Turner, looking girl. didn't get a name, got titted up by Tommy at the party, Girl. Um about who she should go out with she's really having a quandary here she's like do I listen to my friends and go out with a jockey douchebag and Tommy or do I go with my heart and go out with raging Cajun Randy the Punk and uh, that's it out of nowhere she dumps him after a chat with her dad who pretty much lays down some real knowledge bombs, to be honest, says, like, here's some photos of what I used to look like, like a real, real hippie-looking dude. And she's like, oh, Randy never looked that bad. And you think it's sinking in. You think, like, she's going to yeah, do you know what? It doesn't matter if someone's a punk. It doesn't matter if someone's a hippie. If I want to be with them, I'll be with them. No, it doesn't, because what does Julie do? She dumps him which comes to one of the weirdest scenes of the film. And here's a clip to prove it. Hey, Billy.
1: Randy.
2: What's the matter with you?
0: Why didn't you call me first?
2: Well, you know, it slipped my mind. I really didn't think it was that important, but I will tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach in my pocket, I'm going to get a dime, I'm going to go down to the phone booth, I'm going to make a phone call, come right back up and talk to
0: you. it! why do you always barge in like that?
2: You shouldn't talk like that.
0: Don't tell me what to do.
1: You have no control over my life. I could see anybody I want to, okay?
2: I'm sorry, I, I... didn't think it was that big a deal.
1: Look, I have to go to bed now. Hey, come on. here. I love you. That's all I wanted to say. I
0: love you.
2: So we can. Hey, hey. i gonna see you again. You can't. What? Don't
0: do that to me. You can't me anymore. Is it your
2: father? Is it your mother? Just let me talk to them. I can really fix it. No, you. there's
0: nothing to fix. It's not them. It's not them at all. It's me, okay? I can't see you
2: anymore, okay? Okay. Okay. I know what it is. I know what it is.
0: I know what this is. It's your fucking friends, right? Shit, Julie. I mean, what is this? It's
2: between you and me, not between the rest of the fucking world, so Fuck off.
0: Friends, well
2: fuck
0: you, now fuck off for sure, like totally
2: And that's it guys, Raging Cage loses his fucking shit He goes totally off the rails, next a bottle of wine in a parking lot goes to a club tits up a woman pretty sure they have sex he feels terrible about it when the song is playing is the same song the night he first met julie the memories come flooding back what have you done randy cue another weird scene he f- tries to have a fight with a mexican gang member and i'm talking st- Grand Theft 4 San Andreas. Top button of the shirt done up, white t-shirt on. You get a picture, type in Cholo, Google, done. And then who's there to save him? Your main man, Freddy. Haven't seen him for the rest of the fucking film, literally. The second scene he's been in. Party, fucks off. Back when his boy Randy needs him. Raging Cage, sick in an alleyway and they come up with an ingenious plan of how to get Julie back what they gonna do make a grand gesture because that's what ladies like apparently grand gesture some flowers stereo outside her window say anything style no not our boy raging cage what's raging cage gonna do oh He's gonna stalk her in the weirdest ways possible, folks. So, first of all, she's getting a lift to school. Who jumps in the back seat next to her? Raging Cage. She goes to a movie theater, she's getting her ticket stub ripped. Who's there ripping them? Raging Cage. She goes to a drive in restaurant, who's there serving the food? Raging Cage. And if that's not weird enough, who turns up when she finally goes to a prom in the final scenes of the film, fucking raging Cajun Freddy, who is now sporting a blue quiff as opposed to the red one he was rocking earlier. And what is their plan? They're just going to skulk about. They're going to skulk about in the shadows, watching people enjoy the prom, watch things as they go on. Which brings me to a point (laughs) of the band the band at the prom are fucking nuts they're playing a song which I'm not sure if these are the real lyrics but it's Johnny are you queer I'm going to play you a clip from the film you can decipher at home feel free to hit me up if you think or know if they're any different I could google it probably not gonna but yeah here's the clip make your own minds up at least you got me here
1: so let's crush that fly. <laughs>
2: What'd he do? Just beats the shit out of the guy. Simple as that. I'm not gonna not going go into great detail in that. They're gonna be prom king queen, Tommy and Julie. Raging Cage turns up, beats the shit out of him. Randy's uh yeah. Not a nice guy really. Like she doesn't learn really the error of her ways, like I was wrong he beats shit over they run off jump in the limo that was meant for Julie and Tommy Uh, driver says hey we're going to the high at the hotel that Tommy was gonna book for the night try and get his end away they get in they cruise off which brings me to one of my biggest gripes of the film don't make no fucking sense that ending because even if they get to the hotel Randy ain't Tommy So They ain't getting in the fucking room Let's be honest They're going back to Randy's house in LA Wherever he lives But it's Probably Probably lives in a really nice house You never see it You never see it So You don't know But Yeah They ain't fucking going to the Hyatt Hotel I'm telling you that for sure So yeah guys Um, Hope you've uh, Hope you've enjoyed the episode Like as a brief rundown of the film um, I've got plenty of ideas of stuff that I'm going to do in coming episodes like and I don't know what type of cage are we going to ex- expect from the film we're about to watch like are we going to get crazy cage like we got a bit of that in this like we got I don't know we got him fucking losing his shit when he got dumped and obviously that, that scene where he gets dumped real weird and the fact that I don't know the tone of it, it's kind of got like this twin peak soundtrack this squelchy synth Like she's really melodramatic like, you can't control me and he's like, just flips flips on a dime, he's there like fuck you, fuck you totally he's like, yeah I don't know, you can see traces of what is to come and I feel at the moment I feel optimistic I feel I'm feeling good I feel like going forward it can only get better I feel we might hit a peak and then it might teeter off I don't know I don't know as I said at the beginning of this I don't really know well I thought I knew Nicolas Cage's back catalogue as of scoured the shelves of CEX looking for films and as of like looked at an extensive list of his back catalogue, and started to realise I know a lot of it like, let's be honest, I've seen National Treasure Films I've seen 8mm looking forward to that episode, that's going to be great like there's stuff that like massive fans out there kind of be like, I can't believe you haven't seen that, never seen Face Off really looking forward to that I've seen The Wicker Man but I've only seen the version that's on Netflix but I hear that there's a director's cut out there so definitely when it comes to that one gonna be looking for that to watch as opposed to the yeah one that's on Netflix um, if you guys want to get in touch uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at caged in pod i'm on um facebook as the caged in podcast a uh, quest into insanity which i feel like at some point this might become might become my personal quest might become Nicolas cage's quest into insanity I don't know if this is going to have any long-lasting effects on my life. I hope not. I hope it's just a bit of fun. Like, hope you guys are along with the fun. Like, and as episodes go, like, I'll be able to look back as well as look forward to what. Like, I don't know. Like, has Will Valley Girl inform Cage's next role? Which is the film I'm going to do next, which will be Rumblefish. Like, I've seen Rumblefish. Fucking great film. From what I remember, though, not a lot of Cage. From what I remember, you got Chilling Like a Villain, Matt Dillon. And you got the wrestler, Mickey Rourke. Like, but from what I remember, not a lot of Cage. But I might be wrong, so we'll have to see what that's like when we get to it. But yeah as I said like first 10 episodes just me after that gonna get guests little treat to myself like gonna do like pizza nights and stuff like that gonna friends people in bands that I know like um, yeah it's gonna be fun like hopefully yeah you guys will be on board you'll be back next week for rumble fish And then going on for Rumblefish. Yeah, we'll just list off a few that we've got coming up. We'll have Racing With The Moon. I've never fucking seen that. I've never even heard of it. God knows what that's going to be like. Got The Cotton Club, which, like, second film on the list that's going to be directed by um, Nicholas Cage's uncle, Francis Ford Coppola. First one being... Rumblefish. So I look forward to that. I think Richard Gere's in it as well, so always a class act, like. So yeah. Really looking forward to that one. And then Birdie. Again, one I've never heard of. The Boy in Blue. Uh, Yeah. Again. Never never heard of it. Like looking forward to these. Peggy Sue Got Married. Another Francis Ford couple of film. Again, haven't heard of it, so if it's a francis ford Coppola film and i haven't heard it probably gonna be shit not that i am the fountain of knowledge when it comes to francis ford Coppola films anything like that or like good taste i haven't got good taste i kind of really like um national treasure films, but we'll get on to that when we get to it okay guys yeah so um i feel like i don't know to start off with for people who aren't au fait with Nicolas cage's back catalog like myself the enjoyment might not be hearing about the films you love it might just be hearing a man suffer whilst trying to make sense of what this man is doing in these films and what these films are trying to tell us what i got from valley girl is don't listen to your friends listen to your heart guys but she didn't really do that she just went with who was the biggest swinging dick at the moment, like like the friend said, get with Tommy, got with him, Randy came in, beat the shit out of Tommy, she fucked off with him, so, I don't know, I don't know if the film, like, I took away a moral from it, but I don't know if that is the moral, that everyone will take away from it, like, I don't know guys, like, yeah, I'm kind of rambling here, but, um, Oh, yeah. Another thing is, like, in the way of donations, I'm not asking for money at all. I'm asking for your Nicolas Cage DVDs. If anyone has any Nicolas Cage DVDs that they don't want, would like to further my downward spiral through this rabbit hole, which is this vast... Vast back catalogue of films, feel free to email me at cagedinpod at gmail.com. Say what film you've got and also write on the Facebook wall, Twitter or the Instagram. And yeah, say what you've got. If you're willing to give up, we'll have a chat. Like, I've got a few. I've got about 25. There's a few on Netflix. So, yeah, we'll figure it out and hopefully... Hopefully that works for you guys. Obviously you might think, oh, I'm not giving up my DVDs, but like, yeah, I'm doing, taking time out. Like, I don't know, you might not enjoy this, so you might think, fuck off, I'm not giving you anything. But yeah, I thought that would be a cool way of doing donations or like, I'm not asking, I'm not doing like set up a Patreon I'm not. Like, I don't know, like, I would eventually like to do some like live things. Again, it would be donations, it would be, be bring a Nicolas Cage DVD or something or like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. And until next time, guys, I've been Petrus Patsillavis. I've been Caged in. You've been rad.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. hello?
0: Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. This podcast is presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective, home of the Charles Cinecast, Caged In Copeland Connections, a Town Limery, Maine,